0: When the seagulls chirp in the west and the vikings fall into the bottomless pit I mean, what? Holy Spirit's a prophecy You gotta be a big drinker to be a Minnesota sports fan, that's for sure We suck We're good at other things though Like saving the world What <laughs> was spiritual and moral resurrection It's been an awesome day in the fountain of glory new levels. I was surprised by all kinds of awesome stuff today. Truly the most glorious day of my life. woke up to this verse. Genesis 7 verse 11. In the year 600 of Noah's life, in the seventeenth day of the second month, that same day all the fountains of the great deep were broken up and burst forth, and the windows and floodgates of the heavens were opened as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man. So you see the apostolic brings it from below and the prophetic brings it from above. As you can see in Moses' ministry of the apostolic, Elijah's ministry of the prophetic, Elijah opened the heavens and it rained. It's the rain from above. Moses opened the earth. Well, they drank from that rock which was Christ, didn't they? (laughs) Not just about swallowing Dathan, those rebellious towards the apostles. No, it's about giving them a drink. These people are dying in the wilderness. Their souls are a dry place. It's not about killing people. It's about resurrecting them into life. People will kill themselves sometimes out of just rejecting the drink because he's the only fountain of life. Pay no attention to those fools. I mean there's people here that just violently oppose the living waters and they are so dead but so was Lazarus honestly I have hope for them I'm not a fool to dismiss the power of the fountains of the deep waters I know anyone that's dead in hell right now four days dead mummified like Lazarus can come out of the tomb of their religiosity and get undone in the sun by the spoken word. Lazarus come forth. John 11:11. 11, 11. I'm going there to wake him up. Oh but he's dead he was just sleeping you know he's dead sleeping same thing in his eyes because he's God. God's a spirit. He sees them sleeping in the dust of the earth doesn't matter if you're breathing and you got a heartbeat. If you're in religion, you're dead to God. Separated from God is death. <laughs> you're only alive when you're raised in the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Most of the world is dead because they're not raised from the dead while in the body. They're spiritually and morally dead in their bowels. Their bowels of compassion are closed up and so they have no fountain of life of the Lord Jesus Christ's blood sacrifice within them. (laughs) They live attached in the natural dimension trying to let stuff in the earth take care of them. I mean, that was Eve's curse. The abilities of the earth far, far exceeding the abilities of Christ. And many men and women are still deceived, just like Eve was thinking that there's something there. There's something there in money. There's something there in the natural dimension. Why did God give me a body? To be raised from the dead while in the body. So it's not a tomb, but an open fountain of life and a temple of the Holy Spirit? (laughs) Not an open sepulcher. An open earth and an open heavens, having fully reversed the curse. How deep are these fountains? As deep as they were in the days of Noah. Saw several visions of it throughout the day today because this is what God the Father is doing in the whole world. Those water courses of the deep fountains of Noah, first in the natural, then in the spiritual, those exact same fountains in the deep of the earth are being filled spiritually with the life of of the Lamb's resurrection. You have to understand that was the type and shadow of this resurrection generation. This third day generation from Jesus Christ for a day as as a thousand years. And it's been about 2018 years. You know, give or take three or five years, according to all the scholars in the world. We don't know if he was born in 0 B.C. or 3 B.C., but we're going to debate about it. It's a big deal. Who cares? As long as you got that fountain roaring through your belly, you're going to be drunk, you're going to be happy, going to be blessed, you're going to be real high in the bright glory cloud of the mountain of transfiguration, and you won't even have a desire to fill, to build shelters because that whole serpent nature of religion inside you is removed. <laughs> The is and Jambres Egyptian pyramid scheme of the curse of the fall is reversed. We're not builders. <laughs> We're ascenders. We ascend the heights into heaven. Who can climb the mountain of the Lord? He who has clean hands and a pure heart and has not lifted up their heart to idols. Which means you don't have any anchors to the natural realm. You're not serving at secret altars to demons in Hades and death. You have no citizenship in Egypt and Sodom, Jerusalem below, where our Lord was crucified. Your citizenship is of no ordinary city, heavenly Jerusalem, Lamb's Book of Life, born in Zion. They will say of these ones they were born in Zion. Everyone is spiritually and morally raised from the dead by Zion. Every single Christian that's ever lived for 2,000 years. They didn't always know it because they perished for lack of revelation directly from God because only by revelation do you ascend the stairway of heaven or Jacob's ladder or go from glory to glory. (laughs) These people stop going from glory to glory because they stop receiving God's word. Being washed in the water of the word. You can only go to the next degree of glory by the next degree of washing. (laughs) I'm already clean. Well, since you say you're clean, Jesus said that to the Pharisees how many times in Matthew Mark Luke and John Oh you think you see you you think you're clean Well the Bible says it But are you it or are you just pie in the sky religious deceived fantasy Jezebel bewitched See they have all this stuff in their brain They don't want to lose control in their brain because they're control freaks They're they're, they're serpent ministers <laughs> They're Pharisees And you lose control and you enter the feast and you start eating on His flesh and blood And it's not about you anymore It's about Christ in you. And you've realized the glory. And now you can help other people get over themselves and get into God. <laughs> Self is religion. That's the nature of Satan. He's a selfish, fallen angel, and it's always about him. Religion is the most selfish, self-servient, narcissistic activity in the world. All religions. Just like going in a Freemason lodge, you'll have every single symbol of every religion: Christian, Jewish, Muslim, Buddhist all of the eastern arts, all the occult, all of it. Satan is the father of religion in the Bible. The serpent in the garden, tempting the woman with appearance, knowledge, and works. And these works, they're not just the charismatic works that we see the, the frog doing here in the Bible, and that frog that proceeded from the beast and the false prophet and the red dragon performed demonic signs and wonders and perform miracles and healings. Demons heal people? Well, demons got you sick. If they just leave you, you're instantly healed. And then you follow the false teacher that they serve, and next thing you know, you're in a cult called a building made by human hands. Churchianity has been cult for 2,000 years. Jesus destroyed the temple in 70 AD. He said, I'm going to rebuild it. Is he rebuilding a natural temple or a spiritual temple? The apostles' words in the New Testament are, I'm building a spiritual temple. Why are you building a natural temple when God the Father is a spirit? John 4, 24. God the Father is spirit. Those who worship God must worship Him in spirit and truth. Well, that doesn't work with your doubt and unbelief, so you've got to go in the natural realm and serve snakes. I know. We deal with it every day. But I deal with snakes... And I hate snakes. I hate lies. I hate Belial. I hate the kingdom of hell. I violently oppose all the works of the seven principalities of the seven mountains every day of Satan's seven crowns. And we're going to drown them in the fountains of the deep and in Elijah's mantle. We're going to bring the rains above and the geysers below, as it was in the days of Noah. That's how you deal with spiritual wickedness. That's how you deal with religious satanic wickedness. And it's common to all men, so you can't say, oh, it's just that other group. not us." No. Well, are you the only one that's right, Brandon? No, Christ is the only one that's right, dude. <laughs> May you stoop lower still. <laughs> Accusers of the brethren everywhere. You like that, what I shared today? 2018 was the year of offense. I'm offended about everything. Everything offends me. Because the ego is so big that if anything's, you know, not exactly you and about you, you're offended. You, 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 me, me, me. Isaiah 14, the I'ms of Satan inside humanity being dealt with. With the Father's love. He was gentle with the older prodigal. He's a perfect Father. And all you Pharisees, you externalists, and you bewitched are going to get to know God the Father by feasting on His sacrificed Son in you. You're going to realize the Messiah in your spiritual womb, men and women, both. There is a womb of man and there is a womb of woman. It's it's called your spirit, your treasure house. Your stomach is your treasure house either for demons and the occult and secret sins and lust and pornography and greed and immorality and idolatry and money or it can be a treasure house of storing up treasures in heaven because it's your spirit and that's your connection to God the Father who is spirit through your spirit. If anyone's in Christ, they're one spirit with the Lord, it is written. So you store up your treasures in your spiritual stomach. And your treasure house can overflow. It's called divine favor and spiritual blessings. You can have so much divine favor in your spiritual stomach that everybody loves you. So the only people who didn't love Jesus were the ones whose stomachs were completely controlled by the religious devil Satan. And they were envious of him because they all loved money. And Jesus was so blessed wearing a seamless garment that scholars say is worth $100,000 today in today's money. Three years wages to buy one of those seamless garments. Jesus is a king. He had a treasurer. He was not poor. They laid down palm branches in the city Jerusalem, which is the rulership of the universe, laying down palm branches. This is the Messiah. This is the king of Israel. This is the king of the world. Herod didn't oppose him. The Romans didn't oppose him. Nobody got in his way. He was exactly who he said he was. I mean, Caesar couldn't do anything. This is God. We're talking about the living God, the Son of God, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He had taken over the universe and everything in it, all stars, all sands, all earth, everything under the earth, King of kings, Lord of lords, the word of God, and they're laying down palm branches. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. 33 years old, full spiritual stature, exact likeness of God the Father, the light being, Jesus. And what did he do with it all? He didn't have revival meetings, did he? Oh, man, can you imagine what he could have done? He could have taken over the temple. He could have taken over Caesar's palace. He could have taken over Rome. He could have established his earthly kingdom. He could have easily, easily, Everyone submitted to him, and everyone was subservient to him. The Father had given him his spirit without measure. But instead of doing all that charismatic activity that we hold in high esteem, he went and died. What? You just ruined your whole ministry. Everybody believed in you. Even Caesar bowed to you. And you're going to go to the cross, die the most painful death in the whole world, and forfeit all of it. You're the worst minister who ever lived, Jesus of Nazareth. Ah. Or it wasn't about works. It was about obeying the Father and the mark of the high calling. Few have ever understood that in Christian ministry. Few. It's about serving the Father. It's not about performance. It's about obeying God. And God has a mandate for you. If you don't obey God, the anointing will just lift off your life. It will. You'll have a fading glory. It's so stupid. It's suicide. There is so much fear of the Lord before our eyes that we will obey the Father no matter how ugly and misunderstood it is in the natural dimension. Nonetheless, by animal minds, Unrenewed minds which are animalistic, it says in the book of James. Animalistic minds. Beast minds. The mark of the beast having a carnal mind that is at war with the mind of the spirit. Romans 8, it is written. Enmity. Opposition. Violently opposing the things of Zion, the things of the spirit of grace. Insisting on self. Insisting on works. Insisting on knowledge. And insisting on the law. Appearance. Insisting on the serpent in the garden is what it actually is. But guess what? God understands your spiritual and moral condition perfectly. And he has already sent his son to die for you all once and for all and he will de- never die a second time it is written christ cannot be killed a second time and you can test that in your own spiritual ministries they can't kill christ if you're real the machine guns will miss you the machete will bounce off your neck oh what do you talk i've tested it dozens of times dozens of times i've been in war <laughs> We were persecuted because we're real and our gospel works and it's been tested and tried on a street level. I'm not like a coward in Los Angeles that just lives in the suburbs and is not there in the nitty gritty in Watts and Long Beach and Compton. We've been in hell, hell amongst the crack cocaine epidemic for years and years and years and we've turned it into quite the paradise, haven't we Penny? it's true no exaggeration we walk out our doors it's wonderful out here now hasn't always been that way but he plants you in hell to turn it into heaven and if you have christ within your belly you transform regions go and make disciples of all nations not go and plant churches nowhere in the bible not a single verse Go in, disciple nations. See, because it's about the human nature clinging to to control, retaining control, and not yielding to Christ. There's no actual submission to Jesus in the religious spirit. They're doers of their own thing, workers of iniquity, with lying, miracles, healing, signs, and wonders. Depart from me, Jesus said. And then he goes on. It's so important that he reiterated it in the red letters in Revelation. (laughs) <laughs> he talks about all this dumb stuff that people are doing in the book of Revelation You know, f- years and years, 50 years after he's talking to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. He's like, no, lo- let me break it down a little bit more. You don't get it. When I said depart from me, worker of iniquity, I'm, t- I'm talking about you're operating in demons that perform miracle signs and wonders. Frogs. Jezebel can do those same things. Janes and Jambres... Did the same miracles that Moses did. The only difference was Moses' heart was connected to Christ. Janny's and Bray's heart was connected to Satan. Where's your heart? Religious people's hearts connected to Satan. That's why they always reject changing their heart. They'll only change externally their whitewashed tombs. They can do the exact same works, exact same miracles, signs, and wonders, Exact same healings. The only difference is God sees the heart. Which kingdom or what tree in the garden, only two, is your heart rooted in? Love or envy and strife? Love or comparisons? Love or competitions? Love or factions? God is love. This whole thing is about love in the tree of life. It's about abundant life and enjoying the richest measure of the divine presence, becoming a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself, and reaching the mark of the high calling, full spiritual stature, even obtaining the death of Jesus, total selflessness, and the full release of the Father's potential possibility through your own spirit, the full release of the Father's potential possibility through your life laid down, the mark of the high calling. Because what that does is releases all the floods from the same paths of Noah's waters. Christ's waters today, the living waters today, are coming through the exact same channels, exact same deep places in the earth. As it's written in Revelation, and the earth opened up and helped the woman. That is only by the true display of the real apostolic. The real apostolic. Not church apostolic. Not human apostolic. Not apostolic networks. None of that. The apostolic that opens the earth and in the same water courses of Noah releases the deep waters of living glory through their own spiritual stomach and through their own cities and nations. And that's how you disciple cities and nations in the name of Jesus Christ. Partner with Red Letter Ministries. RedletterMin.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.